3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DW avoid work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Australian survivor. Survivor is safe. Survivor New Zealand. Survivor. Survivor. 21 South Africans. 12. Ordinary Australians. 16 New Zealanders. Twenty Netherlands. One million pounds. Million euro. Million. 1
1: Hello everyone, Shannon Guss here, getting you ready for our week three exit interview. I was traveling interstate this week, so you have Mike Bloom on the exit interview this week. Please click away if you have not watched week three of Australian Survivor, I will be clearly spoiling the boots in this introduction. But Mike was able to interview Fraser. And we're very, very thankful, as always, to have Mike on the exits when I am unavailable. And then Shani was meant to do an exit and then wasn't available due to illness. So not sure if that's going to get rescheduled at any point. And then Paige was never scheduled to do an interview. So that's where we're at with it. Again, putting these out in the individual Exit interview podcast, which I've committed to and I will continue to, even as we continue to get one exit interview a week. I still think it's worth it. And also, I'm talking to Nikai Danza for the recap, but only tomorrow evening, Wednesday evening. So I just felt like let's get this out a little earlier as well. And then I'm going to be doing a check in with Rob sestinino as well before the weekend. So You're waiting a little bit of time maybe to get that content but there will be so much of it i think with nick we are going to get into every single detail with george's move from sunday night and really just break it down from everyone's perspective in a very very strategic way if you are waiting until then there is also talking tribal in podcast form on 10 play and then i think it'll be on youtube soon for international viewers and probably is already when you're listening to this so A lot of content. We will be talking about this for the next several days and probably even then some. It's going to be a lot. Thank you, as always, for being on the journey. Thank you to Mike for filling in on this exit interview. We will be starting with that. Um, So check that out. Check out Talking Tribal. And we have Fraser now with Mike. Hope you enjoy and I will see you on the other side.
0: Fraser, I am so excited I get the opportunity to talk with you after what was, to put it mildly, an absolutely wild night.
2: No, happy to be here. Thank you for taking the time
0: i mean thank you for taking the time to explain some things to be completely honest uh there was a lot dude a lot that happened and i can only imagine you know the whiplash that we felt from watching it suddenly turn from simon to stevie to maybe Jordy to fraser i imagine you're feeling that like quadruply so in the moment
2: look you know what honestly when it was all unfolding in front of your eyes when I was actually there at tribal council. You're trying to decipher a million messages every a second, right? To try and understand what's actually unfolding. And that incredible dialogue between actually casting the votes and the, the votes being read, at that point, you kind of have a knot in your stomach like, this doesn't feel right. But then you go, nothing can be done. It's too late.
0: Now, that being said, did you get any sense that you would be the one going you and Jordy obviously throw your votes onto Stevie, but between all this talk with Simon's dilemma as to play Mm. his quote unquote idol on him, did you get a sense that you were going to cop any votes or even if the idol had been played, maybe it bounces onto Jordy instead.
2: Look, I, I felt pretty safe. You know, if I have to be completely honest, I didn't expect it or didn't see it coming. And you know what? Like, It was the perfect play. If you really break it down, move by move, George is baiting Simon, play your idol, which at that point in time we don't realise is fake or Mm. isn't real, but baiting him to burn the idol because he knows full well that himself, Shonny and Liz have cast their votes on me. Stevie was not going home regardless, right? So he you know it it was the perfect play it was an epic moment in survivor history i think it will go down as one of the best and you know what if i'm going to go i'm happy it's memorable
0: so how much did you play into that memorability though cuz certainly when we got to see those divided conversations right very much represented in george and simon taking charge in those mm. groups was it to that extent in real life did you get any input as to what the plans were as they were changing? Or were you just sort of saying, listen, I'm playing with these vets. They know how to vote better than I do. Let me just like sit back and hope I don't take any fire.
2: No, no, absolutely not. I mean, look, at Tribal Council, you don't want to, in my opinion, take any more attention than necessary, right? Every question and answer has a ripple effect of how it changes someone else's opinion. And we've definitely seen that this season, right? perfect case in point is Mimi Mm. we all went into that boat very clearly with the one single focus attention and idea of voting Stevie and her lack of responses etc you know essentially were her demise at that tribal council so I'm very cautious not to speak out of turn and not to not You know, I don't want to convince people that I'm untrustworthy or answer something incorrectly because as soon as you say something, you can't take it back. But heading into the vote, let's say pre-tribal, it was a really, really clear idea between me and Geordie. We said, you know what? We've got the choice tonight. George, Johnny and Liz obviously want to vote out Simon. Simon wants to vote George. We're really the swing votes in this situation. What do we want to do? you know and for better or for worse we made the decision let's shake things up it's getting too predictable let's vote simon and obviously that plan went out the window as soon as we got the tribal
0: yeah i want to talk about that decision because did it come down to as you're saying just yeah these four guys are nice but i want to see greener pastures were there other things that were driving you away from the the simon and stevie side of things and more so towards that spice girl trio
2: look it was it was a multitude of factors but most importantly we felt that tribe swap was imminent our numbers as a tribe were so small we had Mm. been uh decimated tribal after tribal and you know even though i was only the sixth player to be voted off we were halfway through our tribe you can see when there's shots of our camp that we're literally just a handful of people you know um And I think at that point, we'd really been looking at the long game, okay? We'd really been focusing on, okay, not just the next vote, but where are we going to be in three votes? And we felt as such, although Jordy and I got on really well with Simon, that as soon as Tribe Swap happened, he would become part of the Bros Club with the heroes, with Sean, with Sam, with Mm. David. You know, we saw their interactions after every challenge. You know, they were high-fiving, clapping for each other, you know, fist-bumping in the works. And we knew that if that was going to happen, that would leave us in a minority. We need to make a decision now. We need to make a decision early. So if that had come to fruition last night, we would have been a five-strong alliance moving forward. And that would have been powerful.
0: Now, that being said, you would be two of that five. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. we didn't get a lot of your relationships outside of Jordy. Was there anybody from that other three? Uh, I know there's a scene of George, like, talking to you on day one, outlining what's been going on, essentially telling you, like, hey, just so you know, these returning players are working together. Did you have a relationship with him or Shawnee or Liz that you thought, okay, if we get mm-hmm. down to this vibe, there is somebody I could pull over. Should we have to go to Tribal Council yet again?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, look, as far as, I mean, really good question. but essentially we all got on really well, you know, like there wasn't, uh, there wasn't someone that I was having a secret alliance with that you Mm. didn't see. And we were having chats behind, uh, you know, behind closed doors as such. But I, you know, I I got on really well with Liz and Shawnee and I think that shows when, you know, I was lip reading very closely when their votes are being shown last night uh, after tribal council, You know, they. I think they had a lot of blind faith and trust in George and that's why they did vote me in the end and they saw him as a stronger ally than myself to their game. So when he said it's Fraser, they said, okay, Mm. you know. Um, So I I hold nothing against them for it. It is, you know, it is what it is. I'm blessed to be part of it. I'm blessed that I held my head high when I Mm. left and I actually got to say a proper goodbye, give the guys a good hug, You know, no hard feelings.
0: Well, let's talk about actually the way that goodbye happened, because from our perspective, it was a little interrupted or backed up by all of this like back and forth sniping between the guys. And that seemed to be one of the many tones of this tribal council, right? Was Simon and George, I think, really coming to a head, exchanging a lot of Mm. words, riling each other up as someone who was there living with the two of them. Was that something that was, was always there? Were you surprised at all that like, they got so verbal with each other at Tribal Council?
2: It, look, this was unprecedented. I knew that we were reaching a boiling point. I didn't anticipate it to be then and there. But the constant digs at each other, day in, day out, right? Mm. There is no off time. There is no time that you can be, that can be spent separated from the, your tribe mates, right? And that just gets to people you know, and the two of them really not getting along, you know, it just escalated and it 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 just erupted like a volcano, you know. And it and that's why, you know, J Geordie, you know, pipes up and just says, guys, come on, like this is his moment. Give Fraser his time. Let him leave. Let him do his thing. You know, and that was really lovely that Geordie sort of spoke up to me in that moment. And I was like, cause seriously, like this is not this is not all about you. This mm. is not all about you guys. Give this give us a break.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash
1: in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for...
0: Yeah, let's keep on that Jordy train. Obviously, there's that hysterical yeah. scene of the two of you, right? Uh, Spinning some stuff about what, <laughs> what you may not want to do, but you're already tired of, despite the fact that you're, you know, only so much into the game. You talk about getting each other's senses of humor, but was there anything outside of that that made you just sort of look at this guy in the purple overalls and say, yeah, I want to work with the Joker. He seems like a fun guy.
2: You know what? Like, I had a very short late time to watch him show, and I never watched his previous season mm. because I just didn't have the time. Right. How many hours are there of, you know, every season in Survivor? It's Mm -hmm. lengthy. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I had about a month to sort of do as much prep as I could before going on. But there was just this inherent, like you look at this guy and he's just a lovely human. And it was the type of person that I could just say was incredibly honest, incredibly trustworthy. And it, it, it wasn't anything that he said, it was more, feeling that he gave off and portrayed and it was just the type of person that you you see you have a chat with and you just instantly connect and look we didn't get super close super close until probably day four day five Mm. you know but once that happened we were just inseparable you know we got each other and it was and it was fun and you know what like having a relationship with like that I think uh, in a game where everyone's out to get you is so valuable. So honestly, a massive highlight of the show for me, Mm.
0: which came first, this really tight bond with Geordie or this foursome of guys that seem to just kind of start appearing around the time of that Michael boot
2: in terms of me, Geordie, Simon and Stevie. Mm -hmm. Uh, look, we were definitely, you know, a, it was a team of four right and and we we were all relatively aligned and and uh you know all favorably so felt like we're in a really good position together to vote together to have an aligned mission but i definitely connected best with geordie that's just how it was you know and you you can't plan it you can't predict it you can't say why he was just he was just a good dude and he was fun and he had great energy and That's what draws you to people. That's what makes these connections. It's just the energy you have between each other. So he's fun, and I'm so excited to see how far he goes in this game.
0: So back to a scene I mentioned before. George approaches you, right, and essentially says, hey, you're on a tribe with returning players. I don't know how much you've seen of the show, but just so you know, there's a sizable chance that we'll work together. From your own perspective, how difficult or maybe easy Was it to work with these returning players? Was it as simple as keep my head down and hope you take each other out? Were you just kind of having to rely on their expertise? What was the experience like for you, especially considering how vocal Mm. the returning players were on your tribe?
2: Yeah, look, it's it's an interesting question. So on one hand, uh, you know, a little bit scary because they've got all the intelligence. They've got all the know-how, knowledge around how this game gets played and what's ahead right? And obviously, you know, some real students of the game, right? Some real masters of the game like George, for example, who studies this uh, closer than anyone. But at the same time, like, you know what? They all in the very early days really bound together with the idea that maybe there was a, you know, interim decision that we should just pick off the newbies, so to speak, like myself. But very soon the egos of some of these guys got to the better of them and they wanted to juke it out head to head with who they considered best of the best. And, you know, in that sort of situation, you kind of sit back, let these big dogs go for it and, uh, you know, eat or be eaten. Let them take themselves out. Don't interfere.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, of sitting back, I would love to get your opinion on your portrayal on the show yeah. because Suffice to say, it was a bit slight, I think, compared to obviously a lot of the other stuff that was going on. I know certainly people were very excited about the episode, but they rightly so, in my opinion, said something like, you know, Frasier probably should have had something to say during his boot episode. When you look back on this journey and how it was portrayed over these seven episodes, I mean, do you do you feel like a lot was left on the cutting room floor? How do you react to the way that particularly your downfall was portrayed?
2: Look, there's only so much you can show right? There is so many hours in the day that, and you know, it's two days per episode, right? So there's only so much that they can show in order to accurately tell the story of what happened. There's definitely things I said and definitely interjections I made that obviously weren't shown, but I'm okay with that. I'm at peace with that. I'm not resentful, uh, you know, towards that whatsoever. It is what it is. I had an amazing time. It was a great journey. It was chaos. It was testing. Uh, It was, you know, a real challenge mentally, physically, all of the above. So to make it, even though it was only my time in the game was short-lived, to make it through half the tribe, especially the battle we had against such a physically dominant heroes tribe, right and to make it through it half essentially half of our players right i was a six boat out um and halfway through our tribe you know i feel i feel happy with what i've achieved and uh you know what if there was ever a second chance season i'd be pretty well equipped for it
0: last thing i want to ask is obviously you are a real estate agent uh placed on the villain's tribe. we did see in a secret scene that you got to hold an auction for the shelter, That's right. very fun vibe at the villains camp. Obviously, up up until this tribal council that took you out. Talk to me about what was going on on that villains tribe. Uh, were there a lot of properties that were sold? Were you oftentimes doing that past the time?
2: Yeah, look, you know what? It was it was only the one property that I sold, one and done. But a, definitely a career highlight for me. Not every day you get to sell the villains beach shack in Samoa. But you know what? It was just about. Uh, keeping the energy high, keeping the vibes high. You know, we were, it was an uphill battle and it's just, it's simple to see that from day one, right. You look at the physical strength of the other tribe and you go, "Ah, these guys are matched up against these guys, really, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but that that just makes our epic moments and epic wins so much better because we're the underdogs, you know, and I think in this sort of, not to be defeatist, but it was that unspoken sort of thing where no one wanted to say that we really had a tough run at things come challenges, right, especially in that early part of the game. But it just meant that when you're around camp, you don't want to think about that. You want to have fun. You want to get along. And it was bonding and team building. And, yeah, there were a lot of, there were a lot of really lovely moments like that that I'll remember.
0: That is awesome to hear. And I know that obviously through the content Mm. that you put out online, you were all about that, that motivation and that positivity. 100%. Yeah, you know, odd to see you at the outset, at least being on a villain's tribe. But I think given the, the mischievous attitude that you all had and the energy that you brought Mm. in particular, as Jordy said, right? Mm. Like, we're just here to have fun. And I think given the, the positivity you're talking about with me today, despite a pretty calamitous series of events that happen in tribal council just speaks towards your really strong mindset towards thing. So yeah, thank you for taking yeah. the time to talk with me today and try to Absolutely. recap all that lunacy that happened last night.
2: No, nah, look, no stress at all. And you know, you never, I don't think everyone's always completely happy with how their story is portrayed, but you know, I know exactly what I did in the game. I know I can leave my head held high and I'm super excited to see what happens from here.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Wish you all the best. And I hope Stevie pays you back for that beachside property. uh, (laughs) Get some money in your bank. And uh, thank you so much again, man. Take care.
2: Thanks, guys. Be well.
1: There you have it, everyone. Mike got to speak to Fraser about going out in what people are calling the biggest tribal council in Survivor history. And it might not be hyperbole. It was it was a huge tribal council. So thank you to Mike for getting those insights. And thank you to Fraser for being on the exit interview. Uh, I'm going to leave you with that. As I said, you'll hear me next on the recap with Nick and then the check in with Rob later in the week. So follow me at Shannon Gates so that you don't miss any of the content. I also put out a w- written recap on 10Play, kind of just checking in on the winners, the losers, the highlights of the pre swap now that we're done with the first phase of the game. So there's so much content out there. Subscribe to the International Survivor or Ups feed, leave your ratings and reviews. We always really appreciate those five star reviews. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the support. Remember to check out Talking Tribal. So much stuff. Thank you for Listening and I will see you on the recap. Bye.
3: Australian survivor, survivor is saying survivor new Zealand save Survivor wizards. Survivor. 21 South Africans 12 ordinary Australians. 16 New Zealand is a middle. One million pounds. Million Euro. Million. I million. million. A- a- million. million.